This is Vernon Jacobs, Senior Pastor of the Embassy Church. I want to thank you for engaging with us through this podcast. May it build your faith and strengthen your walk and cause you to reach the rooftop in Christian living. Don't forget to aim high and never give up. Let's go now straight into this word. This morning's message, I pray that God will give me grace to, 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 to teach it. It's difficult. I don't know whether I'm able and capable, but I'm trusting God this morning. Like great doors that swing on hinges. This morning's message, if you catch it, it will change your life forever. The way you are, that you will, you will be uplifted by the way you do things as a Christian. I'm going to speak about realms this morning. It will help you in your prayer life to understand that when you start to pray, you enter. Prayer is the ability to take you into an invisible realm. That's why people don't don't pray uh, hard enough because they're still emotionally and physically connected to where they are. But if you understand realms that when you start to open your mouth and pray that you are affecting and you're changing because you stand in realms. And so my topic this morning is on realms. May God give us grace to, to articulate it and may God give you grace to understand it. The congregation may be seated. God bless you again if you're joining us online. Pray that you are also going to pay attention and stay focused. <clears throat> the thing about online, I, I found that if you break your concentration level, it's very hard to come back and catch it. So therefore, if you're online and uh, you, you go to make yourself a cup of tea, you lost the train, train of thought and then you, you tend to switch off. Uh, but besides making tea in your own house, you can be here and through your mental transition, your body can be here, uh, but your spirit can, can go. It's, I spoke about it, astral projection, where your mind and your body uh, can be separated. So don't let anything destroy your, your focus. Pay, pay complete attention. Are we together this morning? Now... I'm going to talk about realms and it's a difficult subject, but if you again catch it, your life will hinge on this teaching. You can replay it when you get home and ask God to give open your eyes of understanding. Now, let me just say this today. A conversation may, that we can have may sound like fairy tales to you if it's not accompanied by faith. Yeah. Especially in the time when the coffin is, is being brought into a church. And then I know that you are, you are so emotionally charged by the pain and loss. That when we speak something, it can just go over your ears and, and it has no meaning. It sounds like a fairy tale to you. Paul said this in 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. <laughs> The, the Bible is full of mysteries. Even Jesus to hide things from his enemies. He spoke in parables so that the people who are close to him will understand. He spoke in a, in a coded language. And if you sit here and your code language is not switched on, you can easily switch off. Paul says, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. But we shall be changed in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. It sounds like a fairy tale that a trumpet is going to sound on that morning. It sounds like it's just ordinary words because you don't know what I've been, I'm, I'm going through. But when you reflect, it brings so much of consolation. You'll feel the love of God when you understand that it's not a tale, but it's a truth. At the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. When you combine that with faith, it has a different meaning in your life. Um, I say that because I comforted one of the brothers who was going through some, some pain and they were at a gravesite and, and I said to him, May his soul rest in peace. But on that morning, when the trumpet of the Lord will sound, we look forward to resurrection union. He said, if you told me that 
at the time of this passing, I wouldn't have felt the comfort of it. But I feel the, the, the truth of it. So some conversations that you have can sound like fairy tales if it's not accompanied by faith. I've said all of that to say this, that when you sit in a meeting like this, you must receive God's word with a measure of faith. Now, I'm going to talk about a realm. I touched on it the day I was leaving, on the 2nd of July. Uh, I spoke about the Ark of Noah. And uh, God said to Noah that uh, there's going to come a storm. And that he must build a ark because there's going to be rain that's going to come. People didn't understand. In this world, you're going to have rain and water going to fall from the sky. They didn't understand because they, they knew rain. Uh, God watered the earth through the dew. Water came from below, not from above. And so God gives Noah the inspiration to build an ark. He puts inspiration in his imagination. Listen to me, people. You can travel the world by just being seated at your desk. God has unlocked things in you that can, gives you imagination. It's called imagination. Free flight to all over the world. You can imagine. You can, you can, you can be thirsty and drink a, a milkshake, chocolate. By just imagining it, brown chocolate and white ice cream with sprinklings and toppings of nuts. Imagine all the people. Uh, you must understand that God has blessed you if you keep your heart open. Your, your spirit open to being inspired. Man, all the major inventions were inspired to invent. And they first saw it in an invisible realm. In a realm that, that is not physical. Are we, are, we, are we together? There is an inspiration that transcends your current realm you are living in this world but like Noah's ark you are sustained by a realm God's dimension God's grace somebody say grace don't lose focus of pay attention so when God takes Noah into the ark it's air-conditioned it has ventilation to have all the animals of the world two by two and seven by kind and with all the gases, you must have supernatural provision to be able to. I was in a plane uh, coming down and it was a, in a night flight. And in the morning, when they give breakfast in the morning, especially if they're serving eggs, there's a realm. <laughs> That's a realm, man. man. I had to put my blanket at my nose. Uh, and I hate uh, flying uh, for long hours because I always pick up a head cold. So if you uh, hear me sn uh, sniffing, please just forgive uh, that. Uh, but, but that's, you, you need, you in an in, you're in the world, but you need a realm to protect you. I'm not sure if you, you're catching what I'm saying. And, and God did that in the ark. Although the ark was resting on the earth, God's grace Turn the entire atmosphere into a realm. Somebody say realm. Did you catch that? So our concept of living must move from conventional, conventional realms. From general to dimensional. See, you, you are seated in a general, general platform. I just came down to where you are. But you can come up by connecting with me to where I am. This is an atmosphere. This is a realm. The atmosphere here is charged. Uh, because this is an altar. You, you need to understand that when, you, when we're ministering, we're not ministering from a place. 
but we're ministering from a dimension. So you must move from conventional to dimensional thinking. When you're in church, you are not, if, you, if you say you go into church conventionally, then you will not receive anything generally. But if in your mind you know that we are going into a realm and God is going to speak, there's going to be a grace that's going to minister. There's going to be a grace that is going to sustain me. There's going to be a grace that is given to me. Inside with all the smelly animals, it's going to smell like bergamot. Air freshening. I, I like the smell of bergamot. If you, if you know what it is, when you're looking for perfumes, that's great, great. You've got to have bergamot and, and, and what's the... Uh, woody, there's different scents that you can, you can send. Lime, fruity, some people like fruity smells. So our concept of living must change from, 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 from conventional to dimensional. Joel 3.10 says, beat your plowsheds into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. You know why he's telling the Israelites do this? The Israelites came from a farming community. They did not know how to make war. So all they knew was plowing and hoes and, 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 and spades. But he says, beat them up, flatten them, make them into spears and let the weak say I'm strong. He's saying change your mindset. Because the enemy that you fought yesterday is not the same enemy you're going to fight today. So change this thing. You're going into war. But I put in, put, beat those plowsheds. Flatten them. Make them like spears and go. And let the weak say, I am, I am strong. There must be a sound if you're going to win battles this morning. You, when, you, when you go dimensionally, when, you in, when you're standing on, on holy ground, you let the weak say I'm strong. Am I talking to somebody this morning? All right. Now, you must find in order to live in this realm, you must shift in destiny. Listen to me. Pay attention. Sit up. There is a level, that means there is an environment and an atmosphere. If you remain there, it does not allow God to bless you there. God said to Noah, once you build the ark, you go in and I'll shut the door. God could only bless Noah when he was in the right place. The ark was his destiny. I want you to understand this morning for some of you that are looking for results and you are not seeing the results. Maybe you are not standing in the right place for God to bless you. There is a level. If you remain there, it does not allow God, no matter how much God wants to bless you, but because you are not, you are standing conventionally, you are standing generally, and you have not elevated yourself dimensionally, He can't bless you for where you are standing. But when you are inside the place that God wants to bless you, that place, here it comes ladies and gentlemen, that place is called destiny. When you are standing in your destiny point, when you are standing in your destiny moment, when you are standing in your destiny place, you have thereby created the capacity for God to bless you where He wants to bless you. Am I talking to somebody this morning? So in Exodus chapter number 24, 12, God says to Moses, Moses, where are you standing? I can't bless you. Come up either. Somebody say, come up either. Because you are standing conventionally, Moses. And I can't bless you amongst all of those people. So do me a favor, Moses. Come up either. Come stand by me face to face and I will give you the tablets. I will give you the commandments. I will give you that which I want you to have. Some of you are not receiving, uh, not because there's something wrong with you, but because you are not standing in the right place. That's why the songwriter said, we are standing on holy ground and I know that 
there are angels all around. The songwriter knew something. He understood realms. He understood dimensions. Let us praise Jesus now. Sometimes you stand in the road or you don't feel to sing that song. But when you walk closer into his presence, when you get into closer dimensionally, see on the, on the road you were, you were conventionally there. We are standing in His presence on holy ground. Does that make sense to you? That you've got to shift in realms. If you want to experience God, you want to hear His word, you shift in realms. One more verse of scripture, Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. I'm trying to show you that if you want to be blessed by God, you've got to create the capacity by changing where you stand in. And when you shift and when you find the place where God wants to bless you, that place is called your destiny. After this I looked up, the writer of Revelation says, And there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I heard, the first heard speaking to me, it was like a trumpet that said, Come up here. The scripture alludes to what I'm saying. I'm saying that you need to find where your door is open. And then listen to the voice that says, Enter through this door. Come up hither. Somebody say, come up hither. Now, atmospheric shift. I'm not sure how many of you went to a primary school and in junior primary, I'm talking to the guys. You had to wear short pants. Yeah. Now, Gregory, I can't, I can't imagine <laughs> you wearing the short pants and that white shirt. But no matter how much Gregory would want to wear long pants, he's got to wait for the face that allows him to wear the long pants. Just because he is taller, it doesn't change that rule in that face. He has to change the phase so that the rule changes. Which leads me to tell you that when you shift in levels, you may no longer be governed by the rules of that realm. That's why for some of you, some things are not happening because you are in a lower phase and yet you want to wear a long pants, but the rules are governing you so that you can't. There's no way it, that gate is going to lift for you because the rule doesn't apply to that realm. But when you shift in a realm, you don't even have to change. The realm changes the thing for you. Uh, when you go to high school, uh, no matter how short you are, they don't say you can wear short pants in high school. No, they say now you've got to wear long pants in high school because you shifted in a realm. The rule that once governed short pants uh, no longer exists because now you are standing, you have shifted dimensionally. You have not shifted generally. You have not shifted conventionally, but you have shifted in a realm. Is there anybody catching what I'm saying this morning? And if you are not feeling something happening in your spiritual life, uh, it's not because God is not with you. It's not because God, it's because God can't bless you at that realm. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to shift the realm. You're saying, when is God going to answer my prayer? Why am I doing? I see others being blessed, but I am not being blessed. It's because they have shifted into their destiny point whilst you are still standing in your general realm. Am I talking to somebody this morning? The rules don't change because of you. The rules change because of a realm concerning you. Are we together this morning? Now, 
I'm going to move to the next point. You must grow in grace. I told you when Noah entered into that ark, there was a grace in that place. Somebody say grace in the place to sustain him. I told you this last, before I go when I was doing the tides, even if you are a non-tider, you can walk into a ministry that tides. And because there is a blessing that exudes, God blesses that ministry because they've already, there's a grace for increase, uh, unlocked already corporately. So when you walk in individually, you have walked into a dimension of grace. You, you could be, and, and then you start to benefit from the, the tiding grace. You benefit from the tiding reward of that place. Try leaving that ministry after God blesses you and walk into a dry space. Everything will dry up. And you'll think, I I'm not sure. I, I was doing so well in, in that. You were inside of a realm. You were inside of a grace. <laughs> when, when Noah and his animals walked out, those animals had a hip in their up when they saw everything dead and them living. Are we together this morning? Even Noah came out and the first thing he did was he said, let's build an altar for this God. Go and read your Bible. Go and see what Noah did out of gratitude and thanksgiving for the grace that sustained him in the place. He said, my God, thank you. If I had not, if it had not been for Jesus, uh, I'm just saying, uh, you know the song, uh, I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, oh, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me save me. I can imagine how Noah must have came out dancing. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If Noah was a black man like Ego. If it had not been for Jesus, oh where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. He saved me. Then the animals say, He saved me. He saved me. The animals go, He saved me. He saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, oh, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, oh, where would I be? Be. I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. He saved me. He saved me. He saved me. If it had not been for Jesus, oh, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord saved me. Hallelujah. I miss my own church. Other churches you can't misbehave, but yeah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. There are graces. Now let me tell you something about grace this morning. Matthew 8, 9. A centurion comes to Jesus. And his, his, his servant is dying of palsy. And the centurion says to Jesus. Will you, will you heal my. Heal my, my servant. And, and Jesus he is, he gets up from his seat. Because a lot of people expect. The pastor to come right in the presence of the sickness. There are different levels of faith that can bring healing. And your faith, the centurion's faith was said, Master, don't even come to my house. I am not worthy for you to come to my house. Some people want you to come to your house because that's their level of faith. But his level of faith because of the realm that he operated in. He said, I am a centurion. I say to one, go and they go. I say to the other, come and they come. I am a man under authority. He's, he's a high-ranking official in the security forces. He's a centurion. He's no ordinary man. So he understands authority. Somebody say authority. 
He said in the, in the realm that I operate in, in the conventional general realm, I say to this one, go and he goes. I say to this one, come and he comes. Master, in your realm, because I understand that this man is sick by palsy, he needs deliverance. If you say to that enemy, go, it will go. Just don't come to my house, but speak. He was understanding that there's a grace in speaking. I want to, I'm, I'm trying to move towards an altar that speaks, that can command. You need to understand this as a church, that there's an altar that has the grace to speak, to release. God's been ministering this to me as I was flying. He, he, you, he took me, he says, you in a realm. <laughs> I want you to know the only thing that's sustaining you here. You're not generally or conventionally on the ground. If I say this flight must if drop, there's nothing that's going to sustain you. Nothing's going to hold you. This plane will fall. It is only the grace that is sustaining you. Some of you, I don't know whether you know it or not, but you are in a place where the grace of God is keeping you. If it had not been for Jesus, where would I be? I'm so glad that the Lord yeah save me so there are graces by which you speak a speaking that can command a realm that's what I'm talking about this morning that you will elevate yourself that you will Cut off all this cheap speaking. Are uh, you wasting your words on gossip and talking about other people? Why don't you start to create some things with your words this morning? I'll tell you why you speak cheap. Because you're not in the place where God wants you to speak. If you can just transcend and climb up dimensionally and come up either. If you can just come up to the door that God has opened for you. Enter that door as Revelation says and see... There's a door by which you can enter. Come up, either he says. And so, as the centurion said, I want you to understand this morning that your man of God, or any man of God who's carrying the grace of God on his life, you can speak with authority in an atmosphere that compels men to listen. Look at you. Some of you, if we found you in a level where you are, we will never be able to speak to you. Ask me why. Because you love to speak. But look at you now. You want to say things but you can't say it because you are inside of a realm. You are in an anointing. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage. And let me just say this out of guidance. If you are sitting in the presence of a man of God, let the man of God speak. And you open your ears and listen. He always says to me when I, he speaks a lot. I'm not saying, uh, speaking, uh, I won't buy my words back. But he always says, uh, man of God, I'm speaking too much now. You paying for the call. Uh, and I say, thank you, God. At least you gave him the revelation that I'm paying for the <laughs> call. But generally speaking, when you are sitting in the presence of men of God, learn to listen because God is speaking through them. God is speaking through them. Are we together this morning? So you speak with an authority in an atmosphere that compels men to listen. I said this earlier and I want to say it again. The biblical proof of spiritual power is when you say something and you see it come to pass. Then you know that God is with you then you know that you are standing under an open heaven then you know that you are standing under a mantle you know a man of God who has a mantle that covers him what is the mantle? a mantle, Nevelyn is when God commands the celestial above you to support the terrestrial terrestrial upon which you stand oh, that's deep but Elisha was faced with the Syrians and the Syrian army was, was all around him his servant didn't understand a mantle so his servant said to his master master we are finished these guys have more than we 
And Elisha says to his servant, Lord, or says to God, God, open his eyes so that he will see, see that those that are with us are far more than those that are with them. What he was saying is, let him see the mantle under which I stand. Let him see that the celestial is greater than the terrestrial. I'm talking realms. I'm talking realms that when you are faced with something and you, you, you are despondent because everything looks bleak. If you can just move from general and conventional and shift in the spirit to dimensional. You know that this thing is going to happen for you. Am I talking sense? I told him in December this year <laughs> that in six months God will shift you but give it some time. True to the word come June God shifted them not generally not conventionally took him from employee to being an employer of that company. I told him you'll, you'll buy this company. We'll buy this company. Am I right? And God has done it for you. But before that, you were crying tears, crying, 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 like crybabies. And, and, and I don't blame you because you can't understand what the man of God is saying because, ah, uh, but you better understand. Evelyn, don't ever think that you, I'm speaking prophetically now, don't ever think that what you have is what you built because God is with you. Am I right, Lynette? All your prayers, Cameron, am I right? You're, it's a family business. We went in the midst of COVID, in the midst of COVID, when everybody is going down, they were going up, they were building. God gave them, God made it possible for them to build. And I asked him when the plans were coming through, and I said, what about the finances? At that time, he was trusting banks. He said, oh, well, we'll try this bank. Then he got sick and tired of waiting. He said, I'll do it myself. They did the whole thing debt free. Am I right? That's God. God has shifted you from conventional and general into dimensional. If you can just trust God to switch realms for you, God will do it for you. And it's not a respect. If he did it for Neville, Lynette, and Cameron, he can do it for you. What is done for others, he'll do for you. So what am I trying to say? Know that your words can become you. Know that your words can become you, but you don't speak it on a conventional platform. Your words can become you. You can change your situation when you go into a realm. Are we together? It took me long to get some of you to come here to this church. But if you saw the history... Of, of when I first came here, my car was the only car. Only car, I kid you not. And then Niresh was sitting there and he went and came back. And I think his was the second car. Both BMWs used to park next to each other. Am I right, Niresh? God gave me a prayer a long time ago and I said, God, let your right hand bring people to this ministry. People said, well, your location is not right. And, and they give me so many reasons why. I said, well, that's it. But Lord, let your right hand bring people who will benefit from this ministry. We would be double now if people who came got blessed and stayed. But God, that's how God works. Uh, one day I received a prophetic word concerning our ministry. Reverend Pearl Coupe said, I see God saying, I hear God saying that this will be a regional training center. People will come in. They will be trained. They will receive strategy. And they will go to the outer parts of this world. I see that happening. I have people, we have people connecting from the UK, from Saudi Arabia, Dubai, from the Netherlands. All people that have, that have been birthed in this ministry. To God be the glory. Great things he has done. Are we together this morning? Now, 
Abraham carried a grace. When, when, when people walk, you must discern people who are carrying a grace. You must discern people who are carrying an atmosphere. <laughs> Abraham and Sarah enter a strange land. Sarah is so beautiful, the king looks upon her and says, I want that woman. And because Abraham made a mistake, he said that she is my sister, not my wife. The king felt it that is, 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 he has authority to exercise over it as a priority. I'm preaching good this morning, whether you say it or not. Uh, he made his authority over her his priority. He said, bring her to me. She's not his wife. He said, his sister, be careful by the white lies you tell. I'm just saying. It can work against you. Sometimes the conversations that you have with people, it can work against you. It can turn against you. In normal conversations, people will use what you said for their benefit. Be careful. Are we together this morning? I don't know where that came from, but I need to tell you that. So he says, bring, bring Sarah to me. When Sarah went into his bedchamber and he wanted to, like Shalima says, make that move right now, baby. <laughs> the angels came there. And said to him, if you touch her, <laughs> you are finished. Your kingdom will fall. This lady is carrying the future savior of the world in her womb. Out of her will come the Christ. Didn't give, or give him all that stories, but just told him, you touch Sarah, you are finished. Dread came into him. You know what I'm talking about? The atmosphere became gloomy. Threat and dead came into his, into his atmosphere because Abraham was carrying a realm. He was not just carrying a grace. And that realm activated and made the king shake in his boots. He couldn't wait for morning. And he said, send for Abraham. He said, what is this thing that you have done? You have lied to me. You have told me that she is your sister when she is your wife. You know what could have happened? I could have lost everything by your, by your lie. He said, take her. And then here it comes. He says, take whatever you need. Animals, uh, livestock. Take, take whatever and please leave. That's living in a realm of favor when you entered with nothing. Abraham was one of the richest people in his time. He was not a king, neither was he an army general, but he had his own army. When Lot was in trouble, he took 300 men. What the kings couldn't win as battles, two kings, two kingdoms couldn't win. He goes into that place with his men because he's carrying a realm. He defeats those people. He comes out and he takes a gift to Melchizedek. And he says, because the God is with me, I give you a tenth of what I have come out. Each time his realm is increasing. Becomes one of the richest men in his time. So I want to just tell you before I go on. Are you getting something? Every time people speak to you. They speak to you from a reality that they are in. You must discern this man. Sometimes people don't understand you. They think that you are, you, you cuckoos. When you start to say something, because you are speaking from this realm and they are understanding it from that realm and because you're not dimensionally in plane, you can't understand what he is saying. So, so, so have you ever been with some people and, and, and you're trying to have a conversation with them and you're not breaking through with them? Either they are in a higher level and you are lower or the, you are higher and they are lower but the dimensional... Alright, so some things can sound untrue because you may not have experienced the dimension of that realm. I'm closing with this. When results don't match your realms.
I entered the UK. I was trying to contact my, my daughter to tell her we touched down. But what I do generally is on the plane, you have so much of time, you say, I have touched down. The plane just landed, we on the runway. We didn't yet. But you know that when you're there, that zone will click in. If you go to Cape, if I land in Cape Town, uh, in the air, there's no, there's no Wi-Fi. But the moment you come ground level, the Wi-Fi kicks in. Am I? Uh, any technology people here? So I type it and wait. I know that only when I'm on the ground level will I get the signal to broadcast my message. But then I realized you're no longer in a South African zone. And my UK, I didn't have roaming facilities. Because one day I went to India and I was roaming. The bill came to like 18,000 rands when, when, when I landed back and you know you get your bill because like a big deal, you're texting with data. Nobody advised me. And let me just advise you, when you go overseas, and, and I, 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 my mother-in-law, hopefully she's not watching, she's phoning all her connections from there. I'm asking my wife, how is she phoning? Because I know her MTN is on my name. I myself have switched off my phone just to talk on Wi-Fi to people. Forget about it. By the way, my house, we run call centers. <laughs> I just tell, we, we have a business other than preaching. And the head of my call center. <laughs> Let's not go there. I have freedom to speak. <laughs> a measure for the next two weeks. So if you, you get home stories coming through, you must just understand why. The head of governance is... <laughs> but we got some spies here too. <laughs> I left them, but... Uh, because the cost of the ticket is so high. And then to bring them back, I said, my mother-in-law may never go back to the UK. So he said, you stay for another two or three weeks. Three weeks, I think. Six, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I wrote to Nisha, I said, I miss you. Let me tell you something. You can't live with them, but you certainly can't live without them. Man, I, I understand what it is. To, to lose a partner now, you know, God is building empathy. Really, if you, have a, if you have a partner, not a partner, you have a wife, appreciate them, man. No matter how rowdy it gets, and appreciate them. It's there, that's, there's a connection, there's life. Anyway, let's come back. She'll be coming back on the 3rd of August and ready for the women's function. But if my mind changes, I'll fly and just go bring her back and come in. When the results don't match your realms, I was wondering, why am I not getting Wi-Fi? Because it's unusual for my phone not to receive messages. Then I realized I'm outside of a zone. Which leads me to say to you, some of you are not getting results in your life. Because maybe you are not connected the way you should be connected. Uh, I'm not boasting in God, you know that I'm not, not one. But if in 24 hours nobody favors me, I know I'm standing outside of a realm. In, in my life, in patterns, I mean, we visited the UK. We found people. And people put pounds in my hand it was it, if people don't favor me within 24 hours I know that I'm standing in a wrong place the day we were leaving there was a Brenton was at the airport I don't know whether you used there was a line a queue that's double double this waiting to go on one flight because 
in, in local flights these days, by the way, if you're traveling, you must leave early in South Africa now because it's just safe. There's no mango, there's no kulula, there's no bananas, nothing. <laughs> you did. So I didn't anticipate that because before when we traveled, it, it wasn't so big. There was this queue. And uh, I walked to the front and then I said, I have to just follow this queue, but are we going to make it? I'm, it was a long queue. And a lady comes and she says, sir, follow me. Thank God I had my, my mother-in-law in a wheelchair. <laughs> but it's favor nonetheless. <laughs> you know, God will create any environment, atmospheres, uh, realms. Uh, he'll put anybody on a wheelchair just for you. I kid you not. All through the, the local and international, we were first. We were first. I, God is my witness. May my tongue cleave to the cleft of my mouth if I'm lying to you. But even internationally, sir, they, even, even they, they are saying in the airplane, may all passengers remain seated until we specifically, or specified assistance is given to those that, so if you sit in the plane, I feel like I'm a pilot. Front, we are right next to the pilot. Are you with me? I'm talking favor. If you are in a realm, God will elevate you to live inside of that zone. Yes. Now, now I live automatically expecting the favor of God. I'm not boasting, I'm not, but it's just the way I, I just live by, by the favor of God. You must live realms. That's what I'm trying to show you. You must expect uncommon favor. I know Pastor Paul spoke about the coat, but the coat is just a physical garment. Attached to it is the symbolism of spiritual favor that's on the coat. It's not the coat. It's the favor, that, that endowment of a realm that comes onto that coat. Are we together? You may stand. And so in all of my talking, if you are not experiencing what pastor is speaking about, hear me now, I'm concluding with this. You got to check whether you switched on to roaming or not. You're going to have to go to that uh, what do they call that gray button? Is it uh, any there's a, the, the the gray button on your phone where you where you go to check everything your your settings? That's the word I'm looking. Your settings, the settings, man. That's why I need you in my life. Don't you talk to me? But <laughs> remember. That the law governing a matter only changes when you transit to another realm. That's what today's message is all about. If you're not seeing divine results, you are standing in celestial, uh, you're standing in terrestrial places. There is no mantle. But one of the things that uh, govern us is corporate covering. And that's why the church that you belong to must speak these things, must release these things, corporate covering. And so this morning, I'm saying like God said to Moses, Moses, you are standing in the wrong plane. And what I have to give you, I cannot give you these tablets. They are so, so divine. It cannot be received at the level that you are standing Come up higher. Revelations again says, I have opened the door, but you must come through that door. Some of you are standing on a level where you say, oh, but God doesn't open doors for me because at that level, you're right. He doesn't. But if you come up, he says, the door that I open for you, no man can shut. No man can shut.
I was, I was pondering whether I should put this to you or not, but let me, let me give it to you. Uh, I feel you're ready to receive it. Sometimes God does not only do things for his namesake, but he also will honor a covenant he has with that vessel. For a man of God that's carrying the grace for it, for the vessel that's carrying the grace for it, God may not do it, for his name's sake, but he'll do it for Abraham. Uh, not necessarily to preserve his name in that situation, but he'll do it because it was Sarah. And because of the covering, he's on that realm. You say, why, what are you going? 2 Chronicles 20, 20 says this. Believe in the Lord your God, you shall be established. Believe his prophets. So you shall prosper. A servant of God operating in a realm. He can declare a thing. And it can be established in your life. It can be established in your life. I declare that your breakthrough is imminent. I decree that everything that is holding you back. From reaching the next plane dimensionally. It will be broken the, the stone on which you stand, I pray it will break so that you will be forced to come up either. In your prayer life, may you understand that when you pray, you are praying under a realm. May your prayer life change. That when you speak, you will speak into the invisible, inspired by the Holy Ghost. And you will create things that you want. Because the purpose of, of words is not only to communicate. God taught us first in Genesis. He said, let there be. Words were used to first create, then to communicate. Genesis 21, 26 only came in. Communication with man only started after creation. You must use the same example and create. <laughs>